nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Let's go. Sorry about that. I got to tell you, trying to do this on Rumble while recording a podcast when you are the the three things that are involved in doing a, a video and audio broadcast. I am the the producer, the engineer, the talent, the director. That's four things. I, it's, it's difficult, I, I tell you. Um, but anyway, I'm here. So I hope this sounds okay. I've been messing around with the sound and... Uh, for some reason, it sounds funky to me. But anyway, we're just going to go with it and see how it goes. And uh, so, how's everybody doing out there today? I hope all is well with you guys. Uh, let me get to my notes. Here we go. Here we go. Today is Thursday, February 8th, 2024. And uh, guys, I, I have a nice little show for you today, I feel. And uh, God, dog, this music, I really sound is that that's better right, that, that was a little tony okay hi <laughs> sorry about that um guys today it's a simple show for you guys i'm gonna tell you all the ways and how the government absolutely hates your guts in different and it and it's nothing about democrats necessarily or republicans necessarily you'll you'll get the whole gist of the situation here before i'm done before we get into all of that guys though please don't forget about our new sponsor to the D-Tom Show, Reaper Apparel Company. <laughs> Check them out at www.reaperapparelco.com. Use promo code DTOM to get 10% off your order, guys. The link will be at the bottom of the podcast app and what you're listening to this on. So please, if you are watching this on Rumble and you don't listen to the podcast, if you want that link, you're going to have to go to the podcast and, uh, and click it because I don't know how to put that shit on Rumble. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to do it. I just don't know how to do it. And uh, guys, don't forget about the self-sponsoring of the show, me, the DTOM store. Um, the link is also at the bottom of the podcast app. It says DTOM store. Just click that sucker. Go check it out. Free shipping anywhere. Anywhere that you are listening to my voice, you can get products shipped to you for 100% absolutely free. You're welcome. So please, I encourage you to... Uh, Help me out. You know, I, I'm self-funded. I don't, I mean, we just picked up Reaper Apparel, um, but outside of that, I don't really have any sponsors. And even with them, it's kind of like the Detom store. I don't make any money if I don't sell any product. They're not paying me to just be a pretty face for the product. I get paid when you buy stuff. So either the Detom store or... ReaperApparelCo.com. All right. 
Now, uh, guys, please, whatever podcast app that you are listening to this on, or if you're on Rumble right now, please make sure you're following the show. And then if you're on Apple and Spotify, or Spotify, I should say, please make sure to um, give us a rating, preferably a five-star if you feel I deserve it. If you don't feel I deserve it, then don't leave a rating because that'll fuck me up. But... um, Uh, yeah, you know, all that does, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. I'm not doing Patreon. I'm not doing all the other stuff that all these other guys do. I'm just a dude doing a show. I'm just a guy with a full-time job and a part-time podcast, guys. Just, I need you guys to help me out. You're listening to the show. You're li- you're literally listening to it right now. Scroll down, hit the five-star. That's all you got to do. It don't take but two seconds. If you want to leave a review and tell me how great I am, that's cool. You can do that, too. It takes another 10 seconds cool so please guys if you would do that and help me out and if you also would like to follow us on social media we are don't trade on america on facebook instagram true social and the ticker talker and uh tiktok we just making drinks speaking of drinks we're gonna drink this one to toby keith right in my don't trade on marika whiskey glass and also guys we are on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And if you are not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. All right, let's get to business. So I, I've, I've been thinking about this last couple of days. You know, I, I've, last year on uh, Monday. And um, so for the last couple of days, just with everything that's kind of going on right now, with hearings and just the fuckery that is our government, I'm just... I've, I'm, I'm sick and tired. I'm sure you guys are too. And <laughs> I also, to get into a side story, oh God, here he goes with a side story. But yeah, I got into a little, uh, I don't want to say argument, but okay. So I posted something on, on the, on the Don't Tread on America Facebook page, trying to advertise the DTOM store, just trying to get things rolling. Of course, now when you do advertising, you get all fucking sorts of people. Now, somehow or another, this turned into a whole thing where people were like, uh, you know, fuck Donald Trump or Taylor Swift's awesome. I have no idea how either of those names got mentioned because it's not like I said, hey guys, uh, you want to support a patriot business, blah, blah, blah. Check out the Donald Trump, we hate Taylor Swift, D-Tom store. Never said that. Never said none of that. But that's how triggered these fucking people get. When you, when I, and and I know it was all based off of the logo. The logo is Don't Tread on America, right? You guys see it. It's basically the Gaston flag. Don't tread on me. We moved it over and put Rika at the end. So it's America, right? America. We just don't have the A in there. And it was, you don't even know how to spell America. Donald Trump sucks. Taylor Swift's awesome. You guys can suck it. I don't know why you're afraid of a blonde, skinny blonde girl. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm just a fucking dude that has a fucking job that does a fucking podcast that's trying to sell some fucking merch. What the fuck did I have to say about that? Did you go on the website? Is there Donald Trump t-shirts on there? No. Did you go on the website? Is there anti-Taylor Swift t-shirts on there? No. There's not. It's simply... I think I've got three or four t-shirts on there. One's the logo, and a couple are just some stupid shit I made up. Okay? I got some sweatshirts. We got shorts. It's mainly just the logo. I don't say shit about anybody. Because when it comes down to it, they're all fucking us. Thus, the title of this show, The Government Hates You. They hate all of us. I don't give a fuck if you vote for Biden, if you vote for Trump. Or in Nikki Haley's case, you don't vote for anybody. <laughs> but they hate every single one of us. There is no someone's better than the next. There's none. It, it doesn't happen. Now, if you want to level it from who's the best option we have, you got to say Trump. Okay? And I'm, I'm basing this off of record. Okay, you could say, well, what about DeSantis? What about Nikki Haley? What about this person? What about that person? What about whoever? And all of a sudden it gets dark. Um, There's no track record. If you look at the two main people running for president right now, you have Biden, who is currently the president and going into his fourth year. 
And you have Trump, who was the previous president, who served four years. Now, mind you, his last year was a clusterfuck. Why? Because of COVID. Now, I can sit here and be one of those guys that sits there and 100% blames COVID. It was all COVID's fault. Trump didn't get a fair shake. I can say that. But in actuality, he's the president. Okay? He, regardless of who, what, when, where, why COVID happened, he was responsible. He was the president. Okay? Now, you can we can make the arguments. Well, if you take that year out, his three years were fabulous. Okay, I'll give you that, but you can't take that three that that fourth year out. It was there. It is what it is, right? But I can also sit here and make that argument that you're not going to sit there as a Biden supporter. You're not going to sit there and tell me that Biden created 12 million jobs when 11 some million jobs were lost under under Trump because of COVID, not because of Trump being Trump. Trump had nothing to do with those jobs going away. I would say for the most part. That was due in part of your governors of different states, okay? The fact that those jobs came back because COVID went away. Surprise, guys. Like we've been saying on this show for three years, it was just a fucking cold. Okay? But people died, Don. People died. Guess what? People died from the fucking flu. So what the hell does that got to do with anything? So we can make comparisons between the two. So if you want to take... The job creation numbers away from Joe because he really didn't have anything to do with that. And I had said that for most of his term that until he surpasses that 11 point whatever million jobs that were lost because of COVID under Trump, until he surpasses that, he hasn't created shit. Now, I believe he's past that. I think it's 12 million. So he's created a couple hundred thousand jobs. Big fucking deal. Okay. And I would also make the argument and I don't I've tried to look this up. Not to say that it's true or not, but as a regular American who sees what I see with the job that I have, I'm out in the public more than these fucking politicians are. And I see the things that go on, okay? And I see the regular people. And not to say I'm some fucking highfalutin motherfucker, but I see people that... How do I want to say this without trying to sound like I'm snotty or something? But I see people that don't, that would look at me and say I'm rich. I don't feel like I'm rich. You know, we, whatever, whatever. But there are people out there that have to work two and three jobs. I literally talk to these people. You know, you know, hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm tired. Oh, yeah, what's going on? Oh, I just got off my other job to come to this job. So I'm fortunate that I don't have to do that. There's probably people listening to the show right now that do have to do that. And I'm not like laughing at you. Ha ha. You have to do it. I had to do it. At one time in my life, I worked where I work now. Been there 20 years. Okay. But there was a time during this course of this time of me working for this job. And I made decent money that I also had to work a second job. Well, it's not because I didn't spend money right or I was blowing up or I was, you know, $50,000 in credit card debt. It wasn't nothing like that. It was going through a divorce. I was paying child support. Things were tight. So I don't laugh at anybody who has to work two, three jobs because at least you're trying. But I tend to make the argument that the reason the job numbers are decent is because how many of those people that are working two or three jobs, you know, like me, my wife, you know, people that I know personally might only work one job. Okay. I don't count this as a job because I could just as easily not do a show. Right. I'm not going to get fired if I don't do a show. Now my downloads will suffer and things will suffer. And I get that, but that's just a a head thing. It's not like, oh, my my uh, sponsors are going to get pissed at me because I didn't record today. Who's my sponsors? <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> so you, you get what I'm saying. Um, so I I try to look, and I and I'm sure it's out there. I just I don't have the patience or the or the uh, intestinal fortitude to stay awake to sit there and scroll and scroll and scroll. But I'd be willing to bet some of those numbers of these jobs created were because of people working two jobs. They might have they might be working a decent full-time job, making decent money, having, you know, working 40 hours or whatever a week. Or maybe they were, 
working 40 hours a week and then whatever job they were working at said well, you know we gotta have to cut hours back we're gonna have to cut you back to 30 so if you're making say 15 bucks an hour well now you just lost 150 bucks a week so now you might need to go find that second job to get another 10 15 hours or whatever you know depending on what the pay is because you're gonna have to make up that money most people in this country unfortunately live paycheck to paycheck so if you get cut 150 bucks, that's a lot of fucking money. You know, I just, okay, let's just, for shits and giggles, and I'm, I'll get into the whole situation here in just a minute. Just for shits and giggles, work with me. If you lost 150 bucks a week, that's 300, 600, 600 a month, right? Roughly speaking. That's your car payment, and then some, you know. If you depend on what your car payment is, that's gas. That's your uh, all your utilities, maybe your phone, your uh, your electricity, your cable, you know, whatever you have. That's a lot of money. So if you work at a job, if you work in retail, for example, whether it's a grocery store or whatever, and you lost 10 hours and you're making 12, 15 bucks an hour. And let's say you were just scraping by as it was on the 40. So you might go and work at a convenience store or McDonald's or something along those lines to make up your 10, 15, you know, whatever hours to pay your bills and still scrape by. Now you're working two jobs. But as far as the statistics are concerned, that's another job. That's another person employed, even though that person might already have a job. So in... <laughs> You know, history shows that societies collapse when leaders undermine social contracts. Now, essentially, a social contract is, okay, depending, no matter where you live, no matter what state, city, whatever you live, you vote for individuals, whether it's for your local, your mayors, your, your city, you know, uh, seats and stuff like that, or your state senate and congress or your state, your governor, um, then your national senate and congress and your your president we vote for these people and and especially i mean even if you take president out of the equation everyone else in that situation depending on where you live what district you live in you have a congressman or woman you vote for that person no matter whether you're republican or democrat doesn't matter you vote for that person because I believe that he or she is going to support my way of thinking in Washington or in, in my case, in Tallahassee. And when that person doesn't do that, we, what do we do? What do we do? How many people can honestly sit here and watch, listen to the show, watch the show? How many people can out there right now tell me that whatever district in whatever state you live in, I don't care. doesn't matter. And your Congress, man or woman, whoever that person is, okay, where I happen to live in Florida, it's Scott Franklin, okay? And I was thinking about this yesterday because I got something else to tell you. I couldn't tell you one thing that he's voted for or voted against. Why? Because I... Don't take the time to look. It's out there. It's public record. It's it's not a hidden secret. I could easily get on here and look it up. I just don't. Why? Why don't I? And it's and I would venture the guess that most of you guys are the same way. We all do that. Whoever your congressperson is or your senators. I got Rubio and, uh, and uh, Rick Scott. Couldn't tell you one thing they voted for or against. I can tell, tell you when I see them on TV and they're spouting about whatever – just because they're saying shit doesn't mean I don't know how they're voting. Scott Franklin, I mean, the guy was a city, uh, uh, with Congress, but, uh, you know, he sat on the board at the city here where I live. Uh, the congressman that was here at the time, Dennis Ross, retired, and so he ran and he won. Couldn't tell you one thing he's done. He's, he's won re-election also. Couldn't tell you. Now, I'm not saying this to badmouth Scott Franklin. I'm really not. But how many of you guys can sit there and say, for the most part, there's what? I don't even know. 490 something Congress people, people in Congress. Just 
I couldn't tell you what any of them vote for, good or bad. Other than the few talking people that get on Fox or MSNBC or whoever, CNN, and say, I voted for this. But how many people, how many times do you just vote for that person? Oh, I'm going to vote for Scott Franklin because I haven't heard anything bad. Right? I'm going to vote for Mitch McConnell because it's Mitch McConnell. I'm a Republican. He's a Republican. We're voting for Mitch. We're voting for uh, fuckface in South Carolina. What's his name? I can't even think of his name. Uh, Graham. Right? Why? Because we're used to doing that. Now, you hear a lot of people talking about term limits. We need to have term limits in Congress and, and Senate. You have term limits in a roundabout way. And what do you mean, Don? There's not term limits. You are the term limit. You are the term limit. But what we do is we get lazy. And I'm not saying you because I do the same fucking thing. And like I said, I would venture a guess that majority of the people listening to this right now are doing the same thing. You're probably thinking, fuck you know, my congressperson's McGillicuddy Jones, and I couldn't tell you one fucking thing that dude's voted for, good or bad. And that's where we, the American people, are wrong. Because we, we have control. We fail to use it. That's our fault. Now, you can listen to podcasts, and I could sit here all day and tell you to, you know, you know, get up and run, be, be a congressman, be a state, uh, city, whatever, be a state, whatever, run for this, that, and that, run for dog catcher. Easier said than done. Then I started to think, okay, I'm 50 years old. Do I need to research what has Scott Franklin done for me in this district? Maybe he's been great. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, oddly enough, we are friends on Facebook, and I never see anything until it's time to vote. Why is that? Scott Franklin has nothing, no social media presence until it's election season, which He's not in this term. I think he's in the oddball term. So like we vote 2024. We're voting for president. He'll be up in 2026, right? And that's about the time you see a lot of things. And and I'm not saying that he needs to be on there talking, you know, sharing TikTok videos of, you know, girls shaking their fat asses. I'm not saying that. But he should be more active. I'm not saying he needs to be on Fox or Newsmax or anything else like these other guys. I, I don't like that. I need to see records, which I can look it up. So what I'm saying to you guys is this. We are the term limits. We, the people, are the term limits. If you don't like what whoever's in your district is doing, and this goes out to everybody. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat. I don't care. This is all of us because... Once again, the government hates you. They hate all of us. It's not just Republicans or Democrats. If you're a Democrat, you think all Republicans hate you. If you're a Republican, you think all Democrats hate you. Surprise, they all hate us. They all hate us. No matter what the letter is next to their name, it doesn't matter. So, all things must come to an end. Whether societies are ruled by ruthless dictators or more well-meaning representatives, they fall apart in time. With different degrees of severity, in a new paper, anthropologists examined a broad, simple, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> a broad global sample of 30 pre-modern societies. They found that when good governments, ones that provided goods and services for their people, and did not starkly concentrate wealth and power, fell apart. They broke down more intensely than collapsing despotic regimes. And uh, the researchers found a common thread in a collapse of good governments, leaders who undermined and broke from upholding core social, social, social <laughs> principles, morals, and ideas. Now, if that – I don't know that I'm going to read this whole article, but I mean that in a nutshell kind of explains where we're at. No matter what you think of Biden, what you think of Trump, or whoever's come before these people. In, in the grand scheme of things, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but in the grand scheme of things, life isn't that bad. Yeah, the cost of shit's going up. Yeah, gas is expensive. Yeah, I get that. But 
And the reason I'm going to throw a but in there is because of this. Go, go to Afghanistan. Go to Iraq or certain parts. Go to certain parts in, in Africa, in the southeast, you know, not Florida, but, you know, in Vietnam over that way. Not all parts. I'm not saying there's there's plenty of good parts in a lot of these countries, but there's <laughs> there's places that you I mean literally the floor in the house is a dirt floor. Look what's going on in Israel. No matter what side of the fence you're on on that, I don't care. That's not the point. We don't have bombs exploding over our head. We don't hear jet fighters flying over. You don't hear mortar rockets or RPGs. You don't hear that. You're not sitting in your home wondering if the next one's going to hit your house. So, in the grand scheme of things, things aren't that bad. Now, you have to ask the question. With everything that's going on right now from an, an, an economy standpoint in this country, if you look at other countries, things are equally as bad from an inflation standpoint. So... As quickly as we can sit here and blame Biden for all of this shit, there's a better than good chance that all of this would have happened if Trump was still president. I said it because it's true. Now, it also doesn't mean that when Trump, if Trump were to win, okay, that things are automatically going to get better. Now, the difference will be in some little things. I think one of the biggest things that killed Biden from the get-go was the whole um, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. I mean, that was a day one fucking situation with him. As soon as those gas prices jumped, prices jumped. Because... Contrary to popular opinion, shit's got to get to stores. It's got to get from here to there. There's only one way to do that, and that's by truck. Okay? So the more trucks that have to drive this stuff, the more gas that's being used. Therefore, the more gas that's being used, the more money that's being put into them tanks. And the money's got to come from somewhere because I've said this time and time again. The higher-ups in these companies, no matter what we're talking about, they're not going to take the loss. They're going to pass it on to the consumer. You, me, whoever. And they know that you're going to buy it because you need it. I mean, you don't need a lot of stuff. You don't need, you know, junk food and soda and whiskey. But you kind of do. <laughs> and... And they know this. They have you hooked. They are essentially the drug dealer that you were warned about. And they continue to raise the prices just a little bit. Just enough that you might not pay attention. But I think the thing is, is things are starting to get so far out of control that it's kind of like, you know, you can go through the grocery store. And I don't care what the item is. Pick it out. doesn't matter. It has gone up in the past two or three years. And it's probably gone up a couple of times in the past two or three years. But in the grand scheme of things, gas really hasn't gone up any more than it was. It's not, I mean, depending on where you live in Florida, and I'm basing all this on a Florida standpoint, but in the state of Florida, I don't think I've seen gas in the $4 mark. It's been in the three. Now, it's occasionally dropped to a to two dollars i mean a high two dollars but two dollars nonetheless and um never i don't think it's even gotten close to four dollars just for you know basic regular unleaded um so and diesel's the same i mean diesel's a little bit more expensive but still it hasn't jumped to like eight bucks a gallon so why are the prices continuously going up because i can sit here and make that argument okay when he shut down the pipeline, the, the, the prices went up because of consumers, blah, blah, blah. I, I get that. But the gas prices haven't continued to go up. They've matriculated. They've gone up. They've come back down. They've gone up. They've come back down. In the meantime, the price of shit still keeps going up. So where is the fairness in all of this? Why can we sit here and say that 
okay, it's all Biden's fault because gas prices, because he turned off the pipeline. That worked three years ago, and I'm all about that. If, in all honesty, and, and not that Biden's listening or would even give a shit what I have to say or anyone in his in his cabinet or whatever, but in all honesty, it kind of makes you wonder if he said, you know, I'm going to cancel that executive order, we're going to open that pipeline back up and get fucking gas flowing again, and then gas prices drop, would the prices drop? And I would still venture a guess to say no. And the reason I say that is because the argument would be, okay, well, gas is now $2 a gallon instead of three fifty, So people have the money. We don't need to lower our prices. And in the meantime, there's just more profit. So I guess in essence, I can label the show, Everybody Hates Us. It's us against the world. What was that? Uh, me against the world was that Tupac, right? And and what I mean by that is this. We, we the people, whether you like Biden, hate Biden, love Trump, hate Trump, whatever. Whether you're white, black, Hispanic, Asian, I don't care. We are the slaves on the plantation. And we, as far as these people are concerned, whether it's your corporations, your government... Are all the folks in between don't give one shit about you because in the grand scheme of things, they know that you're still going to buy the product. You're still going to vote for the same fucking people because that's what we do. Now, I'm not saying that come election season, you, you need to vote for president. Okay. I personally could give two shits that it's Biden. I think, like I said before, if you base this off of track records, Trump's your better option, period. Love him, hate him, I don't care. I don't care. But we have to look at what else is going on, whether it's in your state, your city, whatever, your county. Who's running for what and what do they stand for? What, or if they're running for re-election, what have they done? What have they done to help you out? No matter what side you're on, whether you're right or left, it doesn't matter. If you voted for that person four years ago, did during the course of the time that they were whatever, did they do what you wanted them to do to send them to, to the state capital or the, the country's capital or whatever? Did they do what you voted for them to do? And if the answer is no, then you need to seek another option. Even if it's somebody that has absolutely no experience. And that's why I'm going to run for fucking Congress. No. <laughs> I'm serious, though. I am going to reach up. I'm going to go into these Congress people's records, especially ones that affect me. And if this person who has now won re-election, he's been in there, he'll be eight years when he goes up for re-election. If he hasn't done what he's supposed to be doing for, for me then I'm not going to vote for him. Now, the question is, at 50 years old, I'll be 52 when he runs, do I do I run against him? I don't live in a big... The district isn't huge. I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting question. And it would take a lot of support. And I'm just curious. And I think that if you look at situations... Okay, for example, I just read an article... Walmart now is high is not well it's not necessarily hiring but it's it's paying their store managers upwards of four hundred thousand dollars a year to be a store manager now that's not their salary that's their salary plus their bonus but it can get up to the four and five hundred thousand dollar mark to be a store manager now years and years ago I was a manager for Walmart not a store manager but I was an assistant store manager and I didn't make a fraction of that money back then but nonetheless they and the, the, the key here is a lot of those people, those individuals, don't have a college degree. They, a lot of those people work their way up through the company. They started maybe way down at the bottom and they work their way up. A lot of those people might just have a high school education. And, um, oops, okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. There's doctors who don't make that, right? So... I guess my point being is this, what better person to run for Congress, whether it be at the state level or the federal government level, than someone like me for Congress? No, 
I mean, look at it. Look at John Fetterman. Okay? For example. And a lot of these other people that they may have went to college. I mean, I would say the majority of the people in Congress or Senate probably got a college degree. That doesn't mean that they're smarter than me. They just have a piece of paper that says they are. I think people more like us, like me, you, the people listening to this, would be more apt to be in there. Why? Why, why would I be more qualified for Congress than who's in there right now? Well, unlike and, – and, and I'll reflect back to Cori Bush for a second. She ideally would be the perfect candidate for Congress. What the fuck are you saying, Don? You just ragged her out the other day. Hear me out. She is a average citizen of St. Louis with a high school degree, went to nursing school somewhat. I mean, it's not, I mean, whatever. Um, has done different things in her life where she was at the way at the bottom and moved herself up and worked herself out. And she's had some abortions and she's had some problems and she's, Worked probably two jobs, and she's done this, and she's done that. She would be the ideal candidate. Why is she not? Because now that she's in Congress, she thinks she's better than you. She is better than you. I need protection. Bitch, you didn't need protection five years ago. Why do you need protection? Aren't you doing your job? Here's the thing. I think candidates like that are should be your best option because the one thing I've learned in my time is that the smarter people claim to be, the dumber they actually are. And nothing nothing pisses me off even more than someone that has a college degree and whatever the subject of study is, and they think they know more than you just because of it. When I think... Life lessons are more valuable than a college lesson. I think the things that I've been through in my life are more valuable than if I had gone to school. I went to school. I didn't finish school. But I think that my life that I've lived serves more benefit than a degree. Now, unfortunately, nowadays, that piece of paper holds a lot of weight. But it doesn't with me. What holds weight with me is how real you are. And I don't think you're much more real than I am. <laughs> so anyway, let's get on to some stuff here. Okay, so, and here's more reasons why I think the government just hates us. And like I said, Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter, don't give a shit. This happened yesterday. The House votes to impeach uh, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas falls, fails, whatever. 214 to 216. Um, now, mind you, supposedly, I guess, uh, Steve Scalise was out. Cancer treatments. Uh, one of the other guys changed his vote, so it could come back up for a vote. So, whatever, whatever. But the point being is this. It just proves that our representatives do not work for us. I don't care. Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. You have to look at the fact of what Alejandro Mayorkas hasn't done as director of homeland security he hasn't done shit this border invasion albeit it's not 100 his fault but he is in charge of that area okay they were trying to um impeach him on him not doing his job essentially allowing this invasion to happen and it doesn't matter. It shouldn't have been. It should not have been a Republican versus Democrat thing. Because each one of those Democrats that voted against impeachment, there's a few, there's a handful of those, even if there's 10 of them that are sitting there to their constituents in whatever state that they, are, that they are from and whatever district they represent, that sit there and probably tell their citizens that the border is out of control and the crisis is this, that, and the other thing. But they don't want to blame the person that's to blame. There's two people responsible for this whole situation. It's Mayorkas and Biden, period. Okay? And I'm sick and tired of, oh, this is all Trump's fault. How in the fuck do you figure? Trump ain't been there for three and a half years. How the fuck do you figure? Get past that shit. Ultimately, 
that started with Biden's executive order. Now, you'll hear Korean diversity hire say, oh, I was Title 42. That was a COVID thing, blah, blah, blah. The fuck it was. Title 42 wasn't, isn't even what I'm talking about. It's the fucking executive order that a dipshit signed in February of 2021, just two, a week and a half after he was uh, inaugurated. Title 42 ended like a year later. That ain't got shit to do with shit. So that's number one. Number two is Mayorkas could have said, we have laws. This is what we have to do. No, we just let them in. Now, I've talked about this a couple of different times, and we talked about the numbers. And I told you how in the three years, we won't include because this year just started, of Biden's term, it's been over 6 million people that have that we know about. 6.5, I think it was, that we know about that have come into this country illegally. Now, Don, how are you going to say that we know 6.5 million people came in illegal? Why didn't we stop them? Exactly. Because those are the ones we did stop and say, okay, here's your court date. Here's your, your visa gift card. Here's a plane or a bus ticket. You have a nice day. And then they left, and then they go to New York, and they beat up cops, and they go to San Francisco, and they drive drunk and kill people, and then they go here, and they do that, and they go, no bubbles, no troubles. Then, <laughs> then, these motherfuckers have the audacity to pass this uh, border bill, which was really just a money laundering for Ukraine, and we didn't really go into depth of this bill. We, we kind of touched on it a little bit, and I told you how it was... Uh, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was I think it was five thousand dollars, five thousand people a day, uh, up to sixty five hundred people, but it could be eighty five hundred people, and and this is the silly game that the government plays with us is they throw these numbers out. So I'm going to do a little math for you. Okay, it's three hundred sixty five days in a year, right? So let's just say on the low end, it's five thousand people. That's one point eight million people he's averaging about two so oh i cut it by 100 200,000 five uh let's see let's say 30 days in a month roughly right 5,000 people 150,000 those are the numbers that we're at folks and that's on the low end let's say it's 6,500 times not plus come on 365 times 6,500 is 2.3 million. If it's 8,000 times 365, oh, we're almost a three. So, oh, we're just, we're going to shut it down. If it gets to 500,000 or 6,500 or 80, whatever it was, we're, we're going to shut it down. You're doing those numbers now. That's the fucking problem. It needs to be zero. Zero. Not one. Not 10, not 5,000. You're already doing those numbers. So where is the closure? All this was about was getting money to Ukraine. Why? Why? <laughs> Why do they need more money? I'm sure if I asked Zelensky, he'd be like, we need more money. Oh, you know what? Who, you know who else needs more money? This guy right here. You, 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 and you, we all need more money. Are we getting more money? No, we're getting more fucking immigrants. Oh, but we're going to cap it at 5,000 a day. Oh, I'm, thank, thank God you're going to cap it at 1.5 fucking million people in a year. Thank God. You make it sound like there isn't already 5,000 fucking people coming in now. What the fuck do you think's going on? This is the ignorant. And this is why they hate you because they think you're fucking stupid. And I hate to say this, but for the most part, they're not wrong. Because if you're sucking Biden's cock, you're going to sit there and say, oh, that's a pretty good deal. 5000 that's not bad. What did they get in last month? What did they say? It was like 200000 That's not bad. 5000 6500 That's pretty good. Do the math, idiot. They're already doing that. That's the numbers. They just broke it down to make it seem smaller. Oh, it's only 5000 Oh, shit, that's not bad. 5000 Cool. It's not 5000 a month. It's a day. It's not 6500 a month. It's a day. Do the math, guys. This had nothing to do with border security. It was all about Ukraine money. 
and a little bit of money for some extra CBP officials to process the five, six thousand, eight thousand fucking people coming in. This had nothing to do with finishing a wall, putting more security fence up. It had nothing to do with that. But we're just a bunch of morons as a Democrat or as a Republican. What's the big deal? We should have passed this. Why didn't we pass this? It's like the Republicans don't even want to try. Whoever wrote the fucking bill wasn't trying. And then, um, and then as the government hates us even more, we have a situation where I'm sure if you're following anything, if you're listening to the show, you probably know this, so I'm not breaking any news, but we know that Tucker Carlson just did an interview with Vladimir Putin yesterday or day before, whenever it was. And now you have all of this coming out. The European Union, which, whatever, is considering imposing a travel ban against Tucker. Okay. You have the Ukraine put him on a, an, on a kill list. On a literal kill list. And I'm going to get to that in a second. And you have a lot of people in this country, whether they're other journalists or people on Capitol Hill or just people on Twitter calling for him to be arrested. For the fuck what? So I started thinking about this. Well, there's been other journalists that have interviewed him, right? For example, PBS Charlie Rose, 2015. He interviewed him. NBC's Megyn Kelly in 2017. Barbara Walters in 20, 2001. And more recently, CNBC's Hadley Gamble in 2020, 2021. So even if you want to take Barbara Walters out of the equation, because that was, you know, 20-something years ago. And, uh, you know, Charlie Rose, that was, what, nine years ago? Megan Kelly was seven years ago. Um, the whole point of them being pissed at Tucker is because of what's going on in Ukraine, and, and uh, Putin's a war criminal, and he should be arrested, and he needs to be in front of the tribunal, and blah, blah, blah. I'll be interested to see this um, interview, because a lot of it, some of the stuff that I've read on it is Putin's calling for peace. He's like, I don't want to be at war. I have no problem with the United States. I have no problem with Ukraine because contrary to popular opinion, and I've told you guys this plenty of times, that what's going on in Ukraine has nothing to do with what they're telling you about. It doesn't. It's not about that. Open a book. Do some research. It's there. It's there. Just you can't go to NBC's website or CNN's website to get the uh, get the gist. You need to look. You need to dig a little deeper. But um, where was I going with that? The kill list. So you have the Ukraine Ukrainian government, the government that we've given over a hundred and seventy something billion dollars to in the past couple of years, taking one of our citizens. I don't give a fuck what you think about Tucker Carlson. I don't care. I personally like Tucker Carlson. I know that probably comes as a shock. But a little history, I've been following Tucker Carlson before you even knew who Tucker Carlson was. Okay? He's, he, I've known about Tucker Carlson for 20 plus years. Okay? When he was nobody. Okay? So there's that. But, love Tucker Carlson, hate Tucker Carlson. You could say he pissed me off because he talked bad about this person or that person. Cool, I get it. The fact of the matter is, is he's an American citizen, period. And I would say this about anybody else. I would say this about AOC, Biden, Hunter Biden, uh... Uh, Joey Behart, I'm just thinking of people that you might know. Whoopi Goldberg, I'd say this about anyone. You can hate these people all you want for the things they say and the things they stand for. I don't care. That's your right as an American. You're allowed to hate who you want. But when you have another country calling for the execution of an American citizen for not doing anything other than interviewing another person, world leader I have a problem with that and you should too like I said I don't care if you hate the guy you love the guy I don't care why isn't Ukraine got that gamble chick 
on a kill list. She just interviewed him two years ago when all this was going on. Is it because she's CNBC and Tucker used to be Fox? I mean, Tucker's on his own now for the most part. But <laughs> now, also, there's a few, like Elon Musk is on this list and Jimmy Dore's on this list. And I'm sure there's more American names on this list. And that's important. And why, why isn't our government, our Department of Justice, our Department of Defense, why aren't they inquiring and why aren't they calling up Zelensky and be like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't give a fuck if you hate Tucker Carlson and what he did and talking to Putin or whatever. You can't put him on a kill list. So what if, what if someone were to kill Tucker Carlson? Okay, and I don't know if there's a bounty. I, I think I heard the word bounty. I don't know what the dollar amount is. But what if someone took him up on that? There's enough crazy motherfuckers in this country alone that would sit there and say, Oh, I don't like Tucker. Fuck Tucker Carlson. Oh, I hate him. Oh, they got a bounty? $10 million? Cool. Right? But yet, we want to give them 60-something more billion dollars to fight their war. And it's interesting because then you get to this. Where we had the Hawaii thing. When was that? That was last year? Early last year, I think, right? And um, our federal government that loves us so much gave the, the, air, the state of Hawaii and the citizens of Maui and, and directly $12 billion to fix the situation in, in Maui. $12 billion. Well, that's pretty good, Don. $12 billion, right? Yeah. Well, 170 to uh, Ukraine. And that's not including the 62 they want to send them now. So let's let's assume that this bill would have gone through. There'd have been another sixty something billion dollars for Ukraine. That would have put them well over two hundred billion. Almost a quarter of a trillion dollars to a country that has kill lists with American citizens on it. But that's cool. Tell me this government of ours doesn't hate you. And, oh, Don, they don't hate us. It's just Tucker Carlson. Yeah, bet your ass they don't. <laughs> Tucker Carlson just got a name. Believe me, you, if you were on a kill list, they wouldn't bat an eye either. So, I guess, in essence, the way it breaks down is this. And and I'm going to play a clip here from, uh, this is from uh, Stephen A. Smith. Now, I I don't hate Stephen A. Smith. I don't hate anybody. Except for you, I hate. No, I was looking at myself. Um, I agree with some things he says, and I disagree with some things he says, and we're allowed to do that. It doesn't matter if I'm white and he's black, or I'm black and he's white. It doesn't matter. The beauty of this is that we can agree to disagree on certain things. However, this that I'm about to play you, if I can make sure I do this right and hit the uh, hit the uh, screen share uh this is a different situation because i <laughs> wholeheartedly agree on everything that uh that he's gonna say here if i can get this to work here are we gonna get this to work here we're not gonna get this to work here are we we're not gonna do it are we gonna do it here we go so you can pick and choose what it came down to for me is this I see homeless folks in the streets of New York all the time that are American citizens. I damn sure see them in California. We've got poor, impoverished, starving people who were born and raised in this nation. How in the hell do we come up with a $53 million pilot pro program for illegals but folks who are here legally are born here. We don't have enough for them. Just like we could come up with billions for Ukraine. But somehow, some way, we can't fix the homeless problem. I'm down for helping Israel. I'm down for helping address the situations with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, okay? I'm down for helping the Ukrainians and fight North Russia. What about poor and desolate citizens here? How the hell do you print money for foreign countries? But you don't print that money to help eradicate Folks that are starving right here in the streets of America who were born and raised here.
This is what I'm talking about. And so when you have something like that, what's the one way to eradicate it? Yes, you got to have a flourishing economy. Yes, you can't have inflation. Yes, you can't be on the verge of a recession. Milk don't need to cost $7. Bread don't need to cost $5. Don't get me started with how much sugar costs. You can talk about employment all you want to. You can talk about the labor participation rate. But guess what? If you ain't making no damn money and you got to get two jobs to pay the same prices or to buy the same amount of stuff that you used to buy and the price is higher than it used to be because of inflation, then guess what? What are you really accomplishing? That's why Trump is on the verge of getting elected, re-elected. Because when he was in office, there was a flourishing economy. So, I mean, <clears throat> you can say what you want about all of that. He is, and it's really dark all of a sudden. Uh, I'm here, though. You can see me. No? Let me see if I can. Let me turn on the studio lights here. Hold on. Uh, studio lights on. Illuminate. That's, is that better? Let me put it right here. Yeah, that's good. So anyway, no. <laughs> I don't know why I got dark all of a sudden. That's weird. Anyway, if you can see me. Hi. Uh, <laughs> he's right. I mean, everything I just said, basically. But you cannot justify giving this money to illegals, giving this money to Ukraine. You can't justify it. I don't give a shit about Israel, Ukraine. I don't care. I know that's not a popular stance. Unfortunately, it is what it is. I don't care. What I do care about is citizens. Now, do I think that those billions and trillions of dollars, why in the fuck is it so dark in here? It's crazy. Should go to um, to American people? No, because that's not helping the problem either. But if you could subsidize the gas, if you could subsidize certain things, you could fix the situation. They choose not to because they hate you. Once we figure that all out, guys, once we realize that we are just dogs being used by these people, then maybe, maybe we'll fix things. Maybe we'll actually want to, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Come on, <laughs> get, uh, get thing. God bless it. Motherfucking shit. I, I swear to God, I hate fucking computers. God damn. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I'm trying to get the fucking music to play. <laughs> My life, right? Anyway, if... They can find the money to give to these other countries. If they can find the money to give to these illegals, then they should be able to find the money to give to us. Now, I'll say this and I'll say that. I don't want any money to go anywhere. I was against during COVID. I was against them giving all this money out for people for COVID. I was against all of that shit. Hold on, let me stop this music. I'm going on a rain here. Hold on. <laughs> um, I was against that. I think a lot of that, those handouts that we gave back during COVID started the problems that we're having now. And I talked about that on the show. Go back three years ago. And I talked about how giving out this money was going to cause problems down the road. I'm going to have to do some research. I'm going to pull those shows. I have to figure out which one it is. And I'll find some clips and play them for you because I'm telling you when I tell you this. Trump, the handouts, and then Biden, more handouts. Now we're and th and those handouts were a fraction compared to what they want to do now. You think inflation's bad now? Let's give fifty three million here and sixty five billion there and twenty six billion there, and we'll close the borders by opening them wider. Guys, I'm telling you right now, it's up to us to impose term limits. We have more control than we believe we do. It's up to us to use it. With that being said, guys, it is Thursday, February 8, 2024. 
You guys, please check us out on social media. Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. And don't forget about Twitter, X Machine there, DTOM underscore 1775, and the websites, Don't Tread on America.com. Whatever website, whatever uh, podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, please make sure you're following the show, share the show, and uh, go, to, go to Rumble. And even if you don't want to look at my beautiful face, you can follow the show there. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again on Super Bowl Sunday. Peace out.